chapter 23. Christmas at Stagecoach Pass was actually pretty cool. My parents decided it was worth it to hire a company to come in and decorate the park with lights and a big tree in the middle of Main Street. We pulled all the old Christmas decorations out of storage and placed them around the park. Things like wreaths made of horseshoes and cowboy boots filled with fake poinsettias. Dad made sure the company he hired strung lights over the covered wagon that marked the entrance. They also added the word Christmas after Stagecoach Pass, so everyone would know something a little different was going on. I had the idea to set up a booth that sold hot cocoa and some more fixings, and we lit fires in a couple of the old metal garbage cans. I had never expected the Arizona nights to get so cold. The weather even dipped below freezing a couple of times. I actually got to wear my earmuffs while I stood outside with Connor, roasting marshmallows over the fire. Well, he roasted marshmallows for me. I didn't exactly need my toes freezing off. It's too bad Zion's gone for winter break, I said. Zion and his family were spending two weeks in New Zealand. They'd gone all the way to the other side of the world to visit the movie sets from The Lord of the Rings. My dad had raised an eyebrow when I told him that and said, I've got to meet these people. Zion told me it's actually summer down there right now, I said. How weird is that? Connor didn't answer as he looked around and barked nervously. The roasting sticks he held over the fire shook a little. This place is busier than ever, he said, and barked. The people roasting marshmallows across from us stared at him. Don't let it scare you off, I said. Connor looked offended. I won't. I mean, you know, as long as it doesn't get too busy. I raised an eyebrow at him. What qualifies as too busy? Connor shrugged. Busier than this. Well, I hope that's not true because I would miss you. I'm sure it would be dead again once Christmas is over, Connor said which was obviously reassuring to him, but not to me. I didn't want the park to get dead again. Connor pulled a marshmallow off the stick and shoved it into my mouth. Then things can just go back to normal. I don't want to go normal, I said, my mouth stuffed full of marshmallow. Huh? I swallowed. I don't want it to go back to normal. I want it to stay busy. You realize if the park closes down, my parents lose their jobs, and we probably have to move again. Connor frowned. Yeah, I didn't think of that. He stuffed another marshmallow into my mouth. Then I hope it stays busy, just as long as it doesn't get too busy. We invited Connor and his mom over for Christmas Eve. We held a dinner in the steakhouse and invited all the employees who didn't have any family to spend it with. Mom and Dad ordered three big turkeys. What can I do to help? I asked Josephine, who was ordering everyone around in the kitchen. They were busy making cornbread stuffing, mashed potatoes, corn, and of course, cowboy beans, cornbread, and coleslaw, which I would most definitely not be eating. Coleslaw was ruined for me and would forevermore be known as pit slaw. Josephine handed me a masher. Why don't you mash up those them potatoes? She stuck the giant pot of potatoes on the floor for me, and I worked on handling the masher with my feet. Several of the employees stopped to watch, but Josephine told them all to skedaddle. Those will be the best mashed potatoes you ever put in your mouth, she snapped at anyone who raised an eyebrow at me mashing the potatoes. At one point, Henry walked in. He put his hands on his hips. Avon Cavanaugh, he scolded, what are you doing with your feet in the food? 
I didn't think Josephine could have looked more shocked than if a tarantula the size of a horse had trampled through the room. You crazy old cook, she said to Henry. Don't you know her name by now? Get out of here and make yourself useful. She shooed him out of the room and neither of them returned. When I was done with the potatoes, I peeked my head through the swinging doors of the kitchen. I watched Connor and his mom sitting at a table together with my mom talking and laughing. I knew this was the first time they had eaten in a restaurant together since Connor's tics had started. So I was glad to see Connor looked so comfortable, although he didn't eat much during dinner. As we all sat together at the table, I whispered to Connor, Henry just called me Avon Cavanaugh in the kitchen. He scrunched up his nose. Like you said, he gets really confused. I picked up my fork with my toes and stabbed a big bite of turkey. I guess. He does keep confusing me for someone else, but why would he think I was a Cavanaugh? Connor shrugged. Maybe you look like a Cavanaugh. I shoved the bite of turkey in my mouth and chewed it as I thought about this. If only we could find that missing picture from the museum, I said. Maybe that would tell us something. We'll just have to keep searching the storage shed. There's got to be something in all that junk. I nodded as I stabbed another chunk of turkey. I hope so. That evening, Mom and Dad gave me Christmas present. A pair of turquoise and silver earrings they had purchased from a woman. I thought if I had ever got that necklace cleaned up and maybe got a new chain for it, it would look nice with my new earrings. I also thought the woman should come and sell her jewelry at Stagecoach Pass. Actually, I couldn't stop thinking of things we should do with the park. I had a lot of ideas. Later that night, I dragged Dad out to go tarantula hunting. I'd done this several times before. I had become obsessed with finding a live tarantula. He held the flashlight for me so I could sneak up on any holes I had found earlier in the day, thinking they might be tarantula burrows. But I never did find one. No matter how much I searched, I began to wonder if I ever would.